0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Get Political podcast. I'm Anjali Jatha I'm
1: Casey Yam. And I'm Michaela Warwick.
0: And today we're going to be talking about social media and its effects on society with Angelique Mitchell.
2: Hello, I'm Angelique Mitchell. Um, I'm a sophomore at Tenafly High School, and I go to school with all three of these girls. <laughs>
3: So,
1: what are your guys's um, like experiences with social media? Let's just like start. There.
2: Okay. Um. So me personally, I actually don't have Instagram or Snapchat, which is like kind of weird, considering I'm like in tenth grade. Um, I when I was younger, when I was I think nine or ten, I had Musically, which was. <laughs> really popular at that time. Um, and I remember I had asked my mom about it to, if I could get it. And she said yes, not really knowing what it was. But my dad, who was a little bit stricter, once he found out, he made me and my sister delete it because he knew that it wasn't really appropriate for a nine year old. Um, and ever since then, I've kind of been very cautious with social media, I would say. Um, The only form that I have really is Facebook, which I only really use for school. I don't really post on it very often, so I don't personally have a lot of experience with Instagram and things like that, but I have seen what other people have experienced. Yeah,
1: like you, I don't have Snapchat, but I have Instagram, and I have TikTok, Um, but like it is kind of, I feel like it's so, it might seem like weird to other people that someone might not have Snapchat.
0: Yeah. You guys ever feel excluded or that you're missing out because you don't have social, like a form of social media?
2: Yeah, I would definitely say that. I feel like whenever I've told anyone that they, they say, oh my gosh, that's so weird, like why? And I say, well, I don't know. I just don't really feel the need. But yeah, I feel like there are a lot of things on social media that are good um, in terms of information and being informed about political things, social things, um, and just information in general. But then there's also a bad side um, that comes with a lot of toxicity. So yeah, I feel like I do miss out on a lot of information, but I try my best to find other ways to get the information that I'm missing.
1: Yeah I definitely feel like some some sort of have felt some sort of exclusion because people be like oh what's your snapchat and then you know I'd say oh I don't have it and then like people would be like oh why and like it just starts like this conversation that's just like complicated and like I just don't want to have it so um and I, I I've had snapchat in the past and the reason that why I deleted it was because I kind of found the app a little bit stupid and pointless because I don't know like you're just sending a picture to somebody and like I don't know just didn't sound like that of substance to me
2: yeah literally I'm the same exact way my sister asked me all the time like why I don't have and I said I don't really understand the point like if you want to send someone a message I feel like it's just easier to text them um So I guess just me personally, I don't understand the point behind it, but I guess a lot of people do like it.
3: Yeah, I use Snapchat, but I think it's stupid too. (laughs) (laughs) Because all you do is send a picture of your face like back and forth.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's not like Instagram where you can get actual information. Even though I also don't think Instagram is that necessary.
1: Yeah, there's, like, Snap News or something. Like, I know there's, like, the photo page. And then, like, when you scroll to the right, there's, like, people's stories. And then I don't know if the app changed, but there's, like, Snapchat (laughs) News or something. But I don't know how factual it is. I'm pretty sure a lot of the news on Snapchat is very fake.
3: Yeah, I think they promote, like, Daily Mail. And Daily Mail is, like, really, like, negative. And it towards, like, influencers, too. And it, like, tears them down. And it spreads more hate.
0: Yeah, lots of it is just exposing people. Or trying to put people into scandals for nothing.
1: Yeah, I definitely think Instagram, if, like, you're going to have one of them, I think Instagram is the better one to have. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I feel like, Instagram can have benefits in terms of, like I said before, spreading information and um, communication. Um, but I feel like Snapchat is also a little bit unsafe because in terms of the whole situation of the picture only lasts for a few seconds or um, there can always, you can always screenshot things like that. So I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty within the app um, that can be dangerous and unsafe towards a lot of young people who have the app or people who are inexperienced, don't know how to handle social media platforms like that. So I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with Snapchat that I don't feel is necessary or kind of worth it, I guess.
1: Yeah. I think also Yeah, sorry, go.
2: On Snapchat, how
0: there's a timer and stuff, and you can see when someone screen screenshots something. People kind of feel like they're invulnerable to being like having information stored on them, if that makes sense. Like if they send a a not very good picture, they feel like um, like nothing's gonna happen. But people can still take screenshots and stuff, and I don't think
2: like it's always gonna be somewhere the photo. Yeah, I feel like something that I try to keep in mind is that even though the picture may only last for three seconds, and even though no one screenshot it, it's always going to be there. Like the internet doesn't, the internet is always going to be there. Your picture just didn't go away and disappear. Um, It's always going to be in Snapchat's algorithm, it's always going to be within the internet. So there's really no disappearing. It's always going to exist. So I think that people are kind of misled with that whole situation of the timer, because I think that once the, pic- the timer ends, it's gone, and no one has ever seen it, and no one will ever think about it again, but that's really not the case at all. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially because, like, there are other ways to, like, get it, like, save the picture, like, if they're around somebody else, j- can just take a picture on their phone, or some, like, there have been instances where, like, people could have two phones, and then that's really unsafe, so... Yeah,
0: and so we got a lot of our ideas for this episode from this documentary called The Social Dilemma. And in The Social Dilemma, they were talking about how social media apps find ways to make you stay on their app longer so you'll see more advertisements and then the app will get more money. So the entire premise of it is that the humans are the products and the humans are the ones being sold. It's not the thing that is being advertised.
2: Yeah, I like, think that that's really interesting because a lot of people understand that the app, as you use it, it's being personalized towards you so that you stay on it. The app, the ads, like you said, are being personalized so that it's things that intrigue wow. you and things that interest you. So you click onto this website, you go to this place. So the app isn't just, the app is, is being personalized for you personally. For you individually, it's being, it's designed to keep to trap you in and to keep you engaged. And even though it's entertaining, it can sometimes be dangerous. And spending too long on it as well just isn't. It's not good. Like for example,
1: um, like Snapchat, like streaks have no like you don't get like a prize or there's no incentive to do streaks. It's just a way for them. like to get you to stay on the app longer and like get your engagement higher and like same with like i feel like instagram they always update and they have like new things and stuff like stories and reels now to just like keep people on the app yeah and i think they changed
0: i think what casey was gonna say is that they changed the order of the way that you put your stories, of the way that they put their your stories on the app So the people that they know that who stories you're going to watch come first because they know that you're going to want to see what they're doing and click on it, and that'll keep you on the app longer.
1: Yeah, it's really scary because, like, they know so much about you, and if they know, like, in The Social Dilemma, like, it literally, like, there are, like, diagrams and stuff where it shows, like, how long you, like, look at a certain picture, how long, what you're searching for, like, um, what's, what stories you look at most, like, they know a lot about you.
2: Yeah, I agree, like, I think something that my dad tells me a lot is that these these apps are, they're, tra- they're keeping track of everything that you do, every move that you make, they know exactly what you're doing, when you're doing it, how you're doing it, um, and the information can be used against you in many ways um so yeah i think that's really scary and a lot of people don't realize um how severe it is and how much is going on behind the scenes because many people don't know that instagram can see exactly how many pictures you've liked how many how long you sit on that picture how how many stories you watch things like that people don't know how how much the 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 people are the people behind Instagram know so much about you. So I think that people need to be informed about what's going on because again, people, they just don't know and they think that they can do whatever they want, but it's, it's really not the case. And um, people need to be aware of how they use their social media.
0: So another thing is that um, Google will change the example that they use in the, so, in the social dilemma is that if you type climate change is in different areas or like if you're a different, different people, um, different options will show up. For example, one person might have like climate change is a hoax. Is climate change real? Is climate change actually a problem? But someone else will have climate change is a threat. Climate change is real stuff like that but they'll literally change it and that's affecting our politics and it's making um both parties more extreme because the only thing that they're seeing is stuff that their party is stuff that they know um companies will make them click on if that makes sense
3: yeah all of the algorithms on the app like tiktok they only show you videos that you like and what you want to see and that match up with your views, which make us more, like, divided and go more extreme.
1: Yeah, like, it kind of makes you feel like you're in your own world, and you're not really seeing um, the other side, which leads to, like, polarization of the parties.
2: Yeah, I think it's important that you always look at things from both sides of the story, because there are always two sides to a story, Um, and it's... It can lead to a lot of division, like you guys said, when you're only looking at things that you like, only looking at things that you agree with. It's important that you look at the other side of things so you can understand how other people are thinking and how other things are working. Um, and it's it's not healthy to only be looking at one side of things, only to be looking at things that you, you agree with. It's important to be able to look at other things. And I think these social media apps know that keeping it this way and keeping it divided is what intrigues people and what keeps people on the apps so they continue to do that but i think that it should be changed so that we can see um we can see other views and other other opinions right it's all about engagement and getting people to
1: like spend more of their time because then that's how they make money
0: yeah and i see it all the time on tiktok um, I'm a Democrat, and all, all of the political videos I see on my TikTok are all videos of liberals send, send, saying stuff. I've never seen a video supporting Trump or anything like that, which, I mean, clearly they're not showing me an even amount of, of videos and content from both parties.
2: So another thing is, oh yeah, sorry. yeah you go. Um, yeah, no, I was just going to agree, like, um, even though you may agree with the other side and even though your opinions are very strong, it's still important to see the other side of the story, like I said before, so, yeah.
0: Do you guys think TikTok, uh, not TikTok, but social media in general is, is good for mental
2: health or bad for mental health? Um, right now, the way that it is right now, I think that it leans more towards being bad for mental health. Um, number one because like we like we've been talking about, the apps are designed to engage you and keep you on for a really long time, so just being on screens for that long just isn't good for your mental health and for your brain um, and plus there's a lot of um, cyberbullying and um, toxicity, and like we said, spreading hate, things like that that go on social media, which is really horrible for mental health, and um, a lot of times on Instagram, for example, I know a lot of teenage girls, including me, I'm, I'm assuming you guys too, when you see so many pictures of these models and all these beautiful girls who look basically perfect, it makes you feel really bad about yourself, and it's It's not good. Like I saw somewhere, I forget where I saw it, but it said um, that someone else's beauty doesn't take away from your own. So just because someone else seems really beautiful or someone else seems so perfect doesn't mean that you're not. Um, So I think it's important that people realize that, um, but we're so steady comparing ourselves to other people that we don't really acknowledge our own own strengths and our own beauties, our own benefits, things like that. So I think that it's a lot of, a lot of change that can be done to make it so that it's good for your mental health but right now I think that um it can be pretty toxic and pretty pretty um damaging
1: yeah like there's a lot of data that shows that um social media is so bad for mental health especially among girls and preteen girls um I know in the social dilemma they show like graphs of how I remember like the suicide rates for pre-teen girls have gone up like 151% since like 2010 or something like that. Like the suicide rates and like the, 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 I don't, I want to put a trigger warning. The, the, the self-harm rates have gone up way, way, way high. Um, And it's so dangerous because apps like this, social media are hurting people physically and, and killing people. So, it's, it's really bad for mental health. But I want to show, I want to say, like, on the flip side, there are lots of creators on TikTok and Instagram that show, like, real posts and, like, girls that, like, let their stomach hang out and, like, let, like show their body, like, and unposed and um, unedited, which is amazing. But I feel like it's better to just stay off of it because then you don't see any of it. And, like, another thing is that we're not made to... X, like have hundreds and even thousands of opinions like about us like and then that's how we convert likes to the actual value and like that's how like sometimes it can like we can get all make mi- get our priorities mixed up and like we can in- make that turn likes into value when it's not a tangible thing it's just someone clicking it's not really like actual value
0: I think another flip side of it, a good part, I do think it's worse for mental health, but during the pandemic, I think it's good because you're connecting people, and I mean, during quarantine, we were all isolated for a very long time, and I do think social media helped bring us together, but I think overall, um, like, besides the pandemic, it kind of created more divisions.
1: Yeah, Maybe.
2: Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's important to acknowledge the positives but it's also important to realize and be aware of the negatives and I feel like right now there are more negatives than positives um yeah yeah
3: yeah I feel like there are like different challenges like or trends on TikTok that where people just like flaunt their looks and some people compare themselves and then they get like really like depressed, or just make them feel, like, really bad about themselves.
0: I saw something on TikTok the other day, and it was something about, like, having two big hands, and I never, like, was concerned with my hand size until I saw this TikTok. It was, I don't know, but I can't imagine what that's that's doing to other people who already have those kinds of insecurities. (laughs)
1: Now I'm looking at my hands.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because I would have never thought about, like, are my hands too big before, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like the hip dips, the, your back profile. Those yeah, are back also, profile. I've never been aware of those things ever. And I'm sure the majority of people haven't. And then, like, to bring up those insecurities in people.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah, and some people, the people who post these things, sometimes they're unaware of all of the insecurities that people do have. And so even though you're not, you're not insecure about your hands, someone else could be, even though you're not insecure about your profile, someone else could be. So I feel like, feel like people aren't very thoughtful about how their posts are triggering other people and how they're affecting other people. Um, and yeah, it's definitely happened to me. I've seen something and I was like, huh, I've never thought about that before. Um, should my, should my, body look like this should I be thinking this way so yeah I feel like people should be more aware of what they post and how it affects people's insecurities and people's people's thoughts about themselves yeah totally
0: also the the comment sections on those TikTok videos are terrible because they'll be telling people yeah like your hands are way too big or i don't know your your back profile is terrible, which it's not helping anything you're not helping anyone you're just feeding into like to, to the
2: culture that breeds insecurities yeah it's so mind blowing to me that some people find pleasure and spend their day commenting negative things about other people they they benefit from that they feel good from bringing other people down it's just it's unbelievable to me that some people actually do that because it's, it's it's not helping you, it's not helping them, but I also feel like those people have their own insecurities that they're just letting out on other people. So I think that this is all just stemming from a whole cycle of insecurity and body issues and body insecurity, things like that. Um, so I feel like, yeah, the comment sections and Things like that are super super negative which is horrible because when those influencers read them it makes them feel bad it makes the people who read the comments feel bad about themselves so it just it just makes everyone feel about themselves and it's it, it really it doesn't have to be that way.
0: Yeah exactly.
1: Yeah and I think like the way that TikTok is set up it's so easy to just comment something and just keep scrolling. Like, I feel like it's different on other apps because I don't know. I feel like on TikTok, people are looking at hundreds of videos like when they're scrolling just for like 20 minutes. So if you just comment like a couple of things when, it, when you see something, you could just keep scrolling. So like it, it's really bad that that's the way um, the app is set up. Um, but I also want to ask you guys something. Do you guys think that there's like needs to be change in social media?
0: I think they should change some of the algorithms because I don't think that they should be promoting false ideas. Like they were saying it before, we need I think we need more moderation on social media.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree. People can, one of the reasons why the apps are so toxic is because people get away with letting it be toxic. People aren't being being um, like puni- or punished or um, having consequences for their actions. And I feel like the apps could do a better job of making sure their algorithms aren't so negative all the time, making sure that people aren't spreading false information, making sure that people stay in check. So yeah, I definitely feel like the apps can do a better job with moderation in terms of lowering the amount of falsehood, lowering the amount of negativity um, and cyberbullying, things like that.
3: Yeah, and there's so many negative accounts too that, that never get taken down or they take like multiple days to get taken down only if it was like reported by like thousands of people. So I don't think they act fast enough because there's this one account that was like promoting eating disorders. And it only got taken down after, yeah, like, after, like, some, like, tens of thousands of people reported it.
1: Oh, wow. That's insane. Yeah, and on TikTok, like, sometimes there will be, like, people that are, that do have eating disorders that um, are, sometimes, like, the girls are in, like, an institution, and they're making TikToks, and then they'll just come up on people's for you page but and that's so dangerous because like imagine the thousands of little girls that are going to see that the thousands of teenage girls or boys could see that and like think is that normal
0: yeah especially now that technology and social media are reaching younger kids like i know my sister has um tiktok and she's 10 years old i think she's way too young and I feel like he's being exposed to a lot of stuff that she shouldn't be and that I definitely wasn't exposed to. So I do think that is a problem.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. My little sister is seven. She's always like, Mom, can I have, I want a phone? Everyone in my class has a phone. Okay, I want TikTok. Everyone in my class has TikTok. And I I could not even imagine having a phone when I was seven years old. Like that, is, wasn't, that never even crossed my mind. I feel like I definitely agree p- little kids are getting on social media too young. They are being exposed to these things that they don't need to be seeing at seven, eight, nine, 10 years old. It's, it's not appropriate for them. Um, and I feel like it's just not necessary. And even though it seems cool to have a phone and it seems cool to have TikTok, there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it and a lot of responsibility that they just don't, they haven't developed yet. So I definitely feel like that is a huge problem.
0: Yeah, and I have personal experience. I mean, in third grade, I had Instagram and that was a nightmare. My parents made me delete it like a year later because I was like following all these sketchball people and like now that I look back, I don't know what I was doing. It was terrible and I can't even imagine what even younger kids would be doing
1: so yeah especially now because like at least when we were younger like the algorithm the algorithms weren't as like addictive but since now they're having they've improved them so much like well, not improve them they're like bad but like they've made them smarter
2: like and kids are on it like it's so addictive yeah like I can be on my phone and be on YouTube or something like that. And before I know it, it's, it's been like three hours and I've just been on my phone just looking at these things, not even realizing that time has just been going by so fast. And like we've been talking about these apps, are that's what they're meant for. They're designed to do that. Um, and these little kids just, they don't realize the complexity behind it. They don't realize the responsibility that it comes with. Um, and I think that it's also the parents, kind of it's kind of their fault because they need to realize that it's 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 not appropriate for a an, an seven-year-old to have TikTok it's not appropriate for a seven-year-old to have Instagram but they want to have a few little games okay I can let that slide but like not huge social media apps like that it's just not it's not the right place for them it's not the right time so I feel like parents need to be a little bit more understanding of the complexity and the level of toxicity and the bad things that come in social media and instead of just letting their kids do whatever they want and have these apps when they're so young?
1: Um, I was just going to say that um, I think that uh, wait, never mind, I forgot what I was going to say.
0: Do you guys like overall think that social
1: media is good or bad? Bad. Yeah I think it's bad. (laughs) Yeah I think that like the when people say like the like the upsides of it are like staying connected to a lot of people like is that really like benefiting you to be snapchatting like 30 people at once sending pictures of your face like it might seem good to like talk to a bunch of different people and like be in touch with a bunch of different people but like I feel like I'd rather have like five really great friends and like talk to 30 different people.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like in terms of the communication aspect, obviously during the pandemic, that's kind of been our only option since we can't really meet with people face to face. But before any of that happened, it's it's better to talk to someone face to face than texting them all the time. It's better to have Conversations with people, real life conversations, than speaking with them over Snapchat or DMing them or texting them. It's it's just a better way to communicate in general. So I feel like during this pandemic, it's kind of an exception because that's kind of what everyone v- was resorting to. But I feel like beyond that, and before that time, and after going moving forward, once we move past the pandemic, I feel like people should inc- should be better with communicating people in communicating with people face to face rather than relying so much on social media for their communication.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to add one thing um, that I saw in the social dilemma, like the ages for um, teenagers having like a romantic interaction had gone up. So like, because you know how, like, communication is. It's like, oh, this person left me undelivered for three hours. What does that mean, you know? And, like, it's this, like, game, you know? But it shouldn't be that way. It's just literally just talking to someone. So because of that, there's so much, like, anxiety and stuff. People are more are less likely to, like, go up and talk to someone. People are less likely to reach out to someone. It just it creates more, like, anxiety. Thank you guys for watching.
0: Listening we hope you enjoy the episode we definitely i really enjoyed this discussion me too
2: yeah thank you guys so much for having me that was great i really liked that
0: yeah thanks for doing it with us on such short notice of course Okay. okay i hope we'll have you back on soon yeah
1: totally yeah